Hello guys, welcome to the Wabi Sabi podcast. Your next 40 to 50 minutes just got so juicy. Get ready. Today's episode is going to be really unique and it sounds echoey in here today, doesn't it? Maybe I just need to talk closer to this. The mic resembles a penis, so I don't like to have it too close to me. Um, you know, weekends, fine, whatever. Um, (laughs) I guess I'll kind of adjust it a little bit, dude. I'm so tired. I went to go for a workout already and I've got another one scheduled after this. I do double down. A lot of you guys asked me, um, about my running and then my bar classes afterwards to stretch it out. I really just do this now because of my mental health more than anything. Um, it makes me feel way better after I work out. So... Just double checking that we're on pod episode, I believe, 15. So I haven't really been able to speak about this topic yet in all 14 of our episodes so far. I allude to it a lot. I talk about it a lot. If you come to my speaking events, if you read my books, if you read all the pieces I've ever written for any magazine, I've probably talked about it. When I go on TV shows or if I go on like a guest spot somewhere, um, online on media somewhere. I don't get to talk about this because you only see me as Asian Barbie doll Candace for five minutes. And so all of y'all who think that I'm perfect or think that I think I'm perfect, you don't know the real me. And that's why we started this podcast. So thank you. My hand is on my heart to all of you who have been listening to this, reading my work. Some of you guys quote some of my older books um, on Instagram to me. And I think it's really awesome to see how my work has been changing um, multi-generational women, like from college to um, even high school, college, post-college, like undergrad, uh, graduate school, and then like new moms, moms, even I'm sure there's some grams out there. (laughs) But what I noticed, and I think my agents noticed this too, was I'm... um, I have a multi-generational audience, which is really cool. So girls, share this pod with your mom. Moms, share this pod with your daughters. And it goes both ways, always. Okay, so I'm going to talk about um, something that's pretty near and dear to my heart today. And it's called using your superpowers and how women hold the key to... You just, you've got the keys. Like, you don't realize how a beautiful, smart, talented woman is one of the most dangerous things on the planet. And I'm going to show you today or tell you uh, how you can use your superpowers as a female. There's a lot of talk out there with the Me Too movement and um, really impressive work that I applaud all of you females for doing. I stand beside you. I stand with you. I stand for you. I will be there for you and I will show you and not tell you that I support you. A lot of you have also asked me how I've made it as a quote unquote successful female in a man's world in a boys club. So it is true. I am in a huge boys club when it comes to food and media here in New York City. And I've been able to play this game very well. And I'm going to share with you a couple of my secrets to how I did it today. Now, I'm going to start by saying, I'm not sure why a lot of us females look to men for business advice when men do not know what it's like to have Uh, a female physique. They don't know what it's like to have to get up early in the morning and curl your hair and do makeup and wear, you know, 
something fitted. They don't know what it's like to have to worry about your physique um, or getting sexually harassed at work. They don't know what it's like when you walk into a room, if you're wearing high heels and a tight pin skirt, if people are going to judge you based on just the way you look. So my advice to you ladies, as a former fit model, I used to wonder why certain designers, male designers were fitting women's clothing. Um, <clears throat> it always helps to have a female designer in the room with them because the female physique is so unique compared to the male physique. Um, did I say different? <laughs> Sorry, you guys, I went for a run. Like I said, I'm a little like, a little out of it today. Um, but hey, if you're listening to me on your commute, you're fucking awesome. Thank you for listening. You've made my day. Um, my family like has no idea about this pod and how intimate we've all been for 14, 15 weeks now. Um, and I am so grateful, guys. So again, episode 15, babe, it's all about using your female superpowers, you boss babe. I am here with you to stand beside you all the way. First, what I'm going to talk about is leading by example. So my mother is an incredible language and cultural teacher in San Diego, California. She's been teaching Japanese for probably almost 40 years now. She wouldn't want you to know that. She's really beautiful and she's been beautiful since she was younger and all of her sisters were very attractive too. Um, my mom actually grew up with one sister who was disabled. She couldn't walk or talk. She ate with her hands. She crawled. Um, and I believe that because of my aunt, Sumi-chan, um, Cece's having an asthma attack right next to me. <laughs> oh, my God. Uh, um, Cece, you're ruining the recording, babe. Anyways, FML, totally normal here. For those of you who have pets with asthma, I know what it's like. It's so sad. Anyways, the long short is, is I believe that my mother grew up um, a little more humbled than most people, including her whole family, because of my aunt who was disabled, who lived until she was in her almost like 70s, which was really amazing. And that was leading by example. My grandmother took care of my aunt Sumichan into her 60s. And what was so incredible about their relationship was that you had to have grace in that instance. Um, and so I watched the grace that my grandmother had for my disabled aunt um, since I was a child. And I thought it was really actually quite unique that both sides of my family, mom and dad, we had um, special needs kids and uh, family members. And I think that like softened our family a lot too. So um, find the little things, find the people and the women in your life that lead by example and look to them and their grace for guidance. You don't have to only find it in family members, guys. Leading by example means you can actually be the graceful, loving, amazing woman that leads the way. You can also look to people. Um, I find I, I love reading stories about Audrey Hepburn or Princess Diana, um, Sophia Loren. Uh, I am a huge fan of Michelle Obama and her work. And these women, what they all have in common, Oprah Winfrey, Brene Brown, they're very graceful and if you look to them and support them 
and their work and you share it with others, you're cultivating a beautiful culture that crosses, again, over multi-generations of, of women, grandmothers, mothers, daughters, sisters, cousins, friends. Keep cultivating that love for each other because when you let go and when you're your true best self and you're secure and confident in who you are, you'll never need to judge another person and you'll never feel the need to talk poorly about another person. And you can start praying for the people that maybe don't, that don't like you so much. Um, I've been working on that a lot, a lot, a lot. So lead by example. Number two, take better care of yourself and look after you. So being a woman with that beautiful physique that you have, um, you have something that men probably could only dream of. Long lashes, beautiful skin, a radiant glow. You can walk into a room and knock like everybody out of their seat you can walk into a room and turn heads. You can walk into a room and blow everybody away without saying one word. That's the power of a woman. Women possess an alluring glow and a feminine energy that men don't have. And so instead of complaining about how hard we have it in these boys clubs, I've chosen today in episode 15 to talk more about using your superpowers to your advantage. And I say this seriously because I'm being interviewed by Forbes magazine right now, which is very um, humbling. And it's also, it's showing me what people are seeing in me that they find very special and unique. And it's my authenticity. It's my vulnerability. It's my heritage and my background, and it's the way that my grandmother and my mother on the Japanese side, and even on the Polish side too, it's the way that they all raised me to be beautifully resilient, to be graceful, to be calm, and to be a hard-working wor woman who didn't complain. Take better care of yourself and look after yourself. This can mean many things to many women, but for you, I'm going to keep it simple. Lay off on the, the copious amounts of sugar, caffeine, dairy, and alcohol. Just take it down a notch. These are things that do not make you feel great all the time. And sure, I'm not perfect. I love doing bad things. I'll be the first person to tell you that. Go watch my Lewis Howes interview. <laughs> I like talked about going on a bender with a hot guy over a weekend. And people wrote to me about it later. It was really funny. They're like, what exactly were you going to do? I was like, oh, yeah, you think I'm going to tell you? <laughs> I mean, once a rebel, always a rebel. I love being bad. But I also understand that I feel my best when I look my best. They, the two like sort of go hand in hand. So lay off of the dairy, the sugar, the alcohol, the caffeine. Try to take it down a notch. I incorporate fruits and veggies into every day of my life. I try to drink lots of water and I will always make time to exercise and I will try to get the most sleep I possibly can. So all of those things are fairly um, inexpensive. Uh, wellness was never about being elitist in my opinion. So um, this podcast is really special because I'm always going to share with you stuff for free and um, I'm going to give you no bullshit solutions 
that keep you your best for the long run. That's my job as a messenger. So take better care of yourself and look after you because you have a commanding spirit. You have an allure, you have a draw, you have an attraction. You being sweet as pie and feminine as you want to be, you have an alluring, attractive glow. How do you say aura persona, um, that men don't have. And every time I go on these shows, it's always a little different if it's a a female host or a man, either way. But um, hang with people who make you feel like you. You know, like I can be myself around Kathleen Hoda. I can be myself around Dr. Oz. I can be myself around my agents. I can be around myself with my best friends. But there are definitely women out there that make me feel like they're judging me. And um, most recently, I did a podcast interview with somebody who was a female in our space. And she let the publicity team that was working with me on my new book, she let them know that our interview would be scrapped because it didn't fit um, their podcast themes or whatever, which is fucking bullshit. Um, I'm not naming names cause I'm not, I don't low blow. And I also feel that karma takes care of everything and God is taking notes. God is always watching from above or the universe, Buddha, whoever you believe in. And I said to myself, this isn't about the content. This is about this person feeling threatened by me. And you know, that's fine. I've dealt with that my whole life. But I'm calling episode 15 out to every woman because I want all of you girls to understand that I'm not perfect. You're not perfect. Together, we're perfectly imperfect, wabi-sabi. But we must understand that when we are threatened by others because of our insecurities that we continue the cycle of giving the boys the lead. We continue the cycle of giving the boys first place. We continue the cycle of giving men first class. All she could have done was edit the episode. All she needed to do was take out the parts she didn't like. I don't even know what it was that she didn't like either. I give a damn good interview and I know that. This month alone was Martha Stewart, Dr. Oz, The Today Show, now Forbes. There's even more, but I don't want to name them all. Oh, fairy's here. <laughs> the fucking fairy horn. Okay. Hmm. Not having deja vu. I said that last time we recorded too <laughs> with my LaCroix or whatever the fuck the name of this soda thing is. Seltzer, whatever. Why are you drinking all that soda, Candace? What's in this? This kind of peach pear. There's no calories. <laughs> I love my dad. So, oh, great segue. Be chill. <laughs> my dad used to pick up the phone like this in high school. People call. Uh, hey, is Candace there? Who? She's not here right now. Can't take a message. Um, I'll just call back later. Let her know that Courtney called. Bye. And then they would call me later or we'd talk later and they'd be like, dude, I totally woke your dad up when I called earlier. And I'd be like, yeah, dude, he was not sleeping. (laughs) He just had the most chill personality ever. One of the things that's really attractive and we can stay calm and cool as a cucumber by meditating more, by breathing more. 
we can read more, we can learn more, we can grow more. We can do this together when we realize that we take our masks off and we celebrate one another. Don't make assumptions about other people's lives. Don't go off the rails when things aren't going your way. You know, if you struggle with anxiety and like worrying, um, I really suggest trying to find a good therapist who's very calm and cool, particularly an older woman. They're usually like way more chill because they've lived longer and they, they totally get the 20s and the 30s and how anxiety will just take over your life. Um, you know, if there are insecure girls in your circle of friends around you, it may be wise to just spend like less time with them um, and eventually find new friends because um, one of the keys to my success over the last decade plus in modeling, in media, in publishing, in TV, in books, in mags has been the fact that I have a band of fucking badass girls, ride or die. Like I love Natalie Euling, Rebecca Kennedy, Michelle Pramileko, Robin Erzon. Um, I can reach out to my friend, Nikki Jensen, Stephanie, Courtney, Crystal. Like these are friends I grew up with, Dana. Um, these women keep me in check and on my toes and they also work as hard as I do and they support me and I love them and they love me and, and it's synergetic and I don't need to be around people that don't make me feel good. Oh, Catherine Budig is another one, Kate Fagan, her girlfriend, um, Carrie Glassman, um, my agents that are females like Eve Adderman and Bethany Dick. I just, I can't tell you guys how many awesome females there have been. My publisher, Karen Rinaldi, published uh, three of Bourdain's first books, Rest in Peace, along with Julie Will, and and also uh, Andy McNichol. I love writing for Sophia Amoruso and her team at Girlboss. I'm so blessed. I'm doing um, some podcast specials with them as well. I love the girls that work there. Um, I also love my girlfriends like at Adidas and the friends that I work with at Belvedere and um, matcha love, Ito Wen. Also, um, there's a huge profound love for my friends like Tammy, um, Kalika, like the Asian American women I work with. Another really important area to be very supportive to one another. So just keep in mind, um, don't judge, don't use other women to get what you want, earn your own place, and then share when you get you know, to the same level. Takes one to fucking know one. But overall, my agent Kirby Kim a long time ago pulled me aside and we were working together um, on one of my books about, I'd say about six years ago. And I was really poor in Brooklyn. I would take these meetings with my agents and they would, you know, get, give me like a pep talk. They still do this. And he was like, I need you to just be chill and cool as a cucumber. So let's do the work together, guys. Keep cool, keep calm. And from that, confidence will grow and you'll always want other women to shine with you. Much like Marianne Williamson once said, when we shine, we allow others to shine with us and we are liberated by our light, not our darkness. Don't be afraid to shine be aware of what's in your control and what's out of your control. Okay.
So a couple of examples. Um, I'd like to save some money now. And I'm thinking about actually downsizing in my apartment building. And there's a lot of rules in New York. <laughs> New York real estate is not fun. Don't let Frederick fool you. I like watching him too, but it's pretty complex. So I might have to like reapply to change <laughs> apartment numbers here, which is really weird, but it gave me anxiety. The moment I read that I would have to reapply, I was like, wait, what? Because that's a lot of paperwork. It's a lot of time. It's a lot of excess energy. I didn't think I would have to do that because in the other buildings I used to live on Wall Street, I could move floors there and it was no issue. Now I understand now that everybody has different protocol. So that's not fully in my control. And so I will have to just adjust and say, okay, understood. Even though it gave me anxiety, I'm trying to breathe. Let's do it again. And say this isn't about me being a woman. This isn't about me being a, a business girl that everyone thinks has it made. This isn't me about me being a media figurehead. This is just the rules. What's out of my control that I should let go of? The friend I had a falling out with. Think about it every day. It hurts. Um, if you guys even have tips for me on how I can work through it, definitely write to me on Instagram. It's so hard to try to work through these issues when you can't control another person. My ex-boyfriend, when he left the way he did, very abruptly traumatizing the rest of my life. But, you know, I'm going to get through that out of my control. Let him go. Let him, for those of you going through breakups right now, let him go. Let her go. Let whoever it is go. Did people want to get out of your life? Fucking let them go. That's not for you to control. And as women who need to support other women right now, more than any other time, stop fucking talking about supporting other women and start fucking doing it. The one thing that will support women is taking action in supporting women. Call a friend. Tell her, I'm here for you. What can I do for you? How can I help? One of the best girls on my team is an editor named Cecilia. One of the best questions she still asks me after seven years of working together is, how can I help? Even though she just had, you know, her whole life change over recently, that is a good person. Hey, how are you? Tell me about your life. How can I help? <laughs> Those girls... I feel like my friend Gillian does that too. A lot of them I know who do that. Wonderful people. Hands on my heart. Find those girls and fucking give back to them. Now we're going down this list. Um, be graceful. That's something women can do that men, you know, men can be graceful too, but I think it's more of a feminine trait. When we work with grace, when we give grace to others, when we give grace to ourselves, we can be our greatest gift or we can choose to make our lives difficult. So choose to be a simple gift and say, I'm handed this deck of cards right now. This is my life. I'll use mine for, with examples. 
I want to save money for various reasons right now. We're launching products. I'd like to get married and have a house one day. I'd love to possibly have kids. I need to build my IRA and my SEP accounts. I need to save. I need to make changes and I need to stop talking about it. We have opportunities every day to give grace. And I ask God every day, please give us grace. And God just grant us all serenity and peace in our lives. Help us to understand the things that we can help and the things that we cannot. And the difference between the two. Be graceful. Practice grace. You want to know what grace is? It's throwing somebody a fucking bone. That's the other way to put it. Okay. Now, in helping other women, I said this before and I'll say it again, you have to show and not tell. So I have a lot of friends who are also in um, the arts. And then I have a lot of friends who are like bar method instructors, pure bar instructors, yoga teachers, I'm always going to go there, see them, squeeze my buns, lift my ass, you know, (laughs) kind of work my abs. And afterwards, I'm going to say that was a great class. And I love you, Sarah, and check out that top shelf. There are so many ways that we can support other women, but the simple mere action in telling somebody they're doing awesome. I brush it off all the time. Like my friend Crystal and I went to junior high, high school together, and we're still very, very close. We love each other. And she's a badass bee. She's a VP over at Hewitt Packard. And she travels the world. And she yesterday on the phone was like, dude, the Forbes thing is so huge. She's like, I'm so proud of you. And I was like, yeah, dude, whatever. It's just another interview. And she's like, no, really, Candace. Now, I don't know if you're like me, but I'm not really good at taking in the compliments. So I'm going to do a better job of staying humble, but understanding that I'm doing okay in the middle right now. It may be because I focus more on my problems than on my successes. It may be because this career path is extremely painful. It may be because I'm Japanese and Polish and we just do not in my family We do not talk about how great anybody is. We talk about what we can do to be better. We talk about how we can be of better use, where we can improve, how we can be of better service. What are you doing today that can help others? Where are you volunteering? What's your next project? Are you paying your bills and taxes on time? We're very by the book. And you know what? That's great because one of the biggest things I'm talking about in the Forbes interview is the difference between how I was raised with immigrant parents And sort of the opportunistic, money, power, beauty-driven Americana way of life. I didn't grow up like that. I don't need fame, fortune. I don't need, like, riches. Um, I think filling up my character bank and working on improving myself will help. It'd be really nice to meet a fucking hot athlete one day. Um, (laughs) You guys, you can send me a message on Instagram. (laughs) totally just lost where I was. Oh my Lord. 
my mind got distracted by thinking about a hot athlete. Okay. Be graceful, help more women, show, don't tell. You know, my mother, I watched her my entire life be the most graceful, honorable, cultured, beautiful woman. She was quiet. So was my father. And when they spoke, you listened, whether I wanted to listen to them or not. My mom still says, many things are going to happen in your life and you are going to have to learn how to work through. Everything is perfectly imperfect. Candice, do not forget wabi-sabi. Now the reminder is always there in the back of my head. And I have to remember that. Like even right now, like thinking about downsizing the apartment, like wabi-sabi. My mother shows me. She doesn't tell me how she supports me. She says, you know, I don't always want to talk to you on the phone like all the time, but I know I have to take your call because it supports you. Now, my sister and I barely talk. I'm so happy for her. She's like very much in love and having a great time. Wabi Sabi, not everything's perfect. We're both entrepreneurs. We both have ups and downs and we both are in that gray area right now. But my sister will be there for me if anything ever happens. So she shows me by, you know, if I message her and say, I need to talk to you right now, please take my call. She will definitely take my call. And my mom will pick up every time I call her and give me some wise advice. And sometimes she says, you know, like last week, she's like, oh, yeah, I can't wait for you to go to Jade's wedding. And she reminds me of how important it is to show up to my friend's weddings, like even showing and not telling, even when it's a wedding of 200 people, just you being in the audience and in the guest room with everybody that's invited, just you showing up means that you show that person that you love them. And I love Jade. She was one of my best assistants I ever had on my team. We continued to stay friends years after she left. And I am so honored and privileged to be at her wedding. Doesn't matter how far or wide I have to travel to be there. I'll be there. (sighs) Bridesmaid eight times, guys. Show, don't tell. Show up. Make calls. Ask people how they're doing. Talk to them. Don't make assumptions based on Instagram ask people how they're doing in real life. Make time for them, show them. Now, a simple practice we can do in a social, like modern day and age, and this means you, uh, the millennial gens, which is me, Gen Y, Gen I, all of you, I want you to follow more females who inspire you. So it can be after this pod or it can be anytime this week. I want you to comb through your Facebook, your Instagram, your Pinterest, and Your Facebook, I don't really like Facebook though, guys. I really, people just complain on there all the time. It's weird. Anyways, but I want you to unfollow the people that don't make you feel good. It could be men too. And then I want you to only follow some awesome women. Try to pick like five solid women to follow. Like I enjoy following, I don't know, um, Oprah. (laughs) I use her as my example all the time. But no, my my dad, even when Helen Gurley Brown, the former editor-in-chief of Cosmo, um, when she had passed, my dad was like, you know, Helen Gurley Brown was such an incredible woman. She revolutionized 
women and sex. And that's not a good conversation for my dad and I to have, but it was good because he recognizes a good woman when he sees one. Follow women who inspire you. The now current editor-in-chief of Cosmo is a great friend and mentor of mine, Michelle Promuleko, and she's somebody that you guys should follow. Um, I really enjoy reading some of my friends' books like Gabby Bernstein or Lori Harder. And my friends Sahara Rose and Rosie Acosta have great podcasts and they constantly inspire me. And those are five women right there that you could follow. All right. Buy their books. Oh my. God, my notes are so damn good. Buy their books. Listen to their pods. (laughs) And I also wrote this again. Females, for us, our experience in business is so different from the boys. So please, I know the boys have the glory, guys. I've been right there with them running the same race. And guess what? Those boys are coming to me now and asking me, how do you write your content? How do you do your newsletter? How do you do WordPress? How do you write to your followers? How do you write books? How do you do your podcast? Who writes your content? Oh, hey, uh, it's me. (laughs) Sorry. (laughs) Just like, come on, guys. It's me. I am happy to share with them what I do and how I do it. I don't want them to think that I'm handing stacks over to somebody else and asking them to write my books for me. No way, dude. No way. The one thing that sets an artist apart is being original. And original content comes from your heart and your head and your hands. There's nobody else that's going to do that for you. Support other women in our field. Marianne Williamson, Melanie Beattie, Gabby Bernstein, Catherine Budig. These are other women's books you can go out and buy or follow them right now. Listen to podcasts that are led by women. Black Girl in Ohm. Almost 30 Pod. Um, I should think about the other ones that I listen to. <laughs> One Part Pod. Jessica. Um, there are so many great women out there, and I love them. I love them. Support them. This is a girls' club, guys. This is time. This is time. Follow the women you admire. Something that's really surprised me lately is some women have been coming towards to me and it's almost like magnetic. Remember, I'm polarizing, right? So like when you are polarizing, you bring in good and bad and um, people will talk. I try to really, really work on ignoring the haterville and thank Jesus that they don't come very often. So grateful for that. Hands on my heart. But I've been attracting women like Joni and Abiola and Jackie, Cecilia. These are some girls that work with me on a regular basis on my team. And you know what? They show me that they support the women because they volunteer their time with me. Now, I'm not discounting all the boys that like to help me too. They're there. But they do not know what it's like to be a woman in New York City trying to run her own small business. Gray middle, wabi-sabi. That's where we're at. One of my mentors, Rona, is a female. The other one, James, male. I get both sides of advice from both mentors. Be smart about who you're getting your advice from. You know this, girls. Come on. You do not need to always give the boys all the glory. You should be getting your business advice from a woman. Look to women 
who have broken through the barriers. Support them. Not even going to bring up our president right now, but he's a really good example of a man who thinks he's a good business person and he's quite an insulting character. Follow the women you admire. Check in with them. Don't make assumptions that everybody's living some fabulous life. Instagram is fun, but it's not always real. All right, the last practice that I'm going to give to you is easy and fun. When you see women around, it could be at the grocery store, it could be at workout class, it could be in your bar class, in your yoga class, on the subway, on the train, on your commute, gas station, walking down the street. One thing I want you to do, smile at them. Smile. If you have another opportunity, say, hey, how are you? Hi, how was your day? Hey, how are you doing? Hey, what's up? How are you? How was your workout? How's your weekend going? How's your day going? That's it. For every woman that you get an opportunity to smile at, you may change somebody's whole day. Women truly uplifting and using our superpowers to elevate other women. The boys have all the glory they need for the better days that we have ahead. Ladies, be good to one another. One flower doesn't get jealous of the next blooming to its side. Beautiful flowers bloom together. I'm going to take some of your Instagram questions. Thanks for writing to me, guys. You are fabulous. I have no idea where my phone is now. Last week it was the Sharpie. (laughs) Oh, my God, I'm dying. My cat was sitting on the phone. (laughs) Cece, you are so fat. Oh, my God, I love her. She's so junky. All right, so here's a question from Anna V. Haslett. So Anna asks, how do you find inspiration in the darkest of times? How do you switch your light back on and get back out there? Anna V. Haslett. Okay, Anna, thanks for this question. You actually (laughs) replied to one of my Instagram cakes and wrote this. Um, Today's a really good day for you to ask this because earlier today, I woke up on Sunday feeling like a blob and I don't know why. I was just like... Maybe it's too much chocolate, too many matcha cookies. Um, I like saw some of my friends yesterday, did workouts. I just did not feel great when I woke up. So I called a friend. She was at the gym. She sent me a picture of her working out. And then we started talking about ex-boyfriends. I was like, oh, I was like, girl, can we not? And because she was saying to go work out, like go for a run, like you're going to run away from him or something like that. And I was like, girl, I do not run for him. I run for myself. (laughs) Um, So after that, she sent a picture of her at the gym. And then I said, you're right. I'm going to go, girl. So I put on some Britney and blasted it. And then I got my matcha on. I still felt really sluggish, though. So I then put my headphones on and listened to, like, Selena Gomez Ariana Grande and I put my shoes on and I was like get the fuck out there and run 
So you're going to get your running shoes on, you're going to get your yoga pants on, and you're going to get out there. And if a girlfriend writes to you and says, I feel so sluggish, I feel like blob today, I don't know what to do, you encourage them to work out. I get really annoyed when I write my friends that and they say, oh, take a day off. No, there is no taking a day off. Not for this badass be half Japanese Kaizen driven gum on girl. Uh-uh. If you're my friend, you better take notes right now. When I write to you about feeling sluggish, you tell me to get the fuck out there and go for a run. Don't you forget who you are, girl. Once you get out there running, once you get back on your mat, once you get back to the bar, and I don't mean like a drinking bar. Whenever I say bar, I mean like bar method or pure bar. When you're there, you will be so inspired by the other women, by the music and the thoughts that you have or don't have during that time that you will make sure to get back out there. If you got shoved, get back up. The Japanese proverb is fall down seven times, stand up eight. You get back up there and get back on the wagon. I don't care where you are in life. There are people out there that have it 10 times worse than you. Stop hanging out with losers. Find somebody awesome that brings you up. Your friends influence your life more than anything. Thank you, Cecilia. Thank you, Nikki. Thank you, Steph. Thank you, Courtney. Thank you, Crystal. Thank you, Dana. Thank you, Sophie. Every one of you who tells me what kind of a job I'm doing and how. Thank you. I appreciate you. Cece just got up because I was yelling into the microphone. <laughs> oh my God, so funny. Okay, I'm going to take a question from a guy now, even though this is a women's episode. I thought it'd be funny to take a, a man's question. <laughs> okay. Oh, there's a few really nice questions that were written, but uh, this one is from a dude. I don't know. I don't know if I can find the dude's question. Here's one from a girl named Miriam. Bakir, B-A-Q-I-R. Miriam says, where do you get your ramen bowls and chopsticks from? Well, in general, this is a great question. I love Mia Company, M-I-Y-A. They've got great bowls and cups. You should check them out. Um, I also really like ABC Home. I really like anything that's traditional in Japanese. So if you just go to the Japanese store, they usually have amazing bowls and cups. And when you travel to Japan, also check out what they have. But if you live in the U.S., try Mia Company, M-I-Y-A. They have amazing stuff. Um, a lot of the stuff in my books, a lot of you don't know this, but it's like my grandma's stuff from Japan. So super fabulous. Um, the man's question. I don't know where the man's question went. Maybe this is supposed to be a girl's only episode. Courtney underscore Ann underscore asks, first of all, thank you so much for your podcasts. They're so inspiring and informative. Hey, girl, you're so welcome. I love how authentic you keep it. And I'd love to hear about how you prioritize self-care and what self-care looks like for you. I've really been struggling lately to use my solo time wisely. And the stress from my job is insane. Also, on a separate note, I'd love to know what probiotics you use. I feel like I've tried a million and I haven't fallen in love with any yet. Thank you so much, Candice, with a million exclamation marks. Courtney, Ann, you're so cute. Okay, your question's in order. Everyone struggles, so don't even sweat it. Wabi sabi. The stress. Okay, so um, solo time is really important. I obviously, like, have chosen. I am self choosing to be single guys I really don't want to date like I've had many people ask me out lately and I just unless it's like the one 
I don't want to go out on a date yet. I'm chilling. I'm enjoying. So spend more solo time. Choose it if you can. Um, go practice something that makes you feel good. Like I go to the flower shop or I buy new plants at the farmer's market. I'll go meet a girlfriend at the park and go for a walk or see their dogs. Um, I'll meet a guy friend out for like drinks. I'll meet friends out that are in town for Japanese food. Um, I, I'm just like naming off some of the stuff I've, I've done the last few days. I met a girlfriend out for drinks I hadn't seen in a while, or actually we didn't even do drinks. We just went to a bar and had seltzer water, <laughs> but I love Ika. Oh my God. She's so cute. Um, and then I like today, I'm going to make sure to go do, um, my last pure bar workout. And then afterwards I have, um, catch up calls with two of my best friends. So I am excited. So solo time do something with some other people, but also to keep the stress off, like go see your friends. Solo time, you can make sure to keep on like Sunday mornings are sacred for me. Probiotics. Okay, dude, I don't really take them anymore because the food that I eat has probiotics in it. So by Japanese heritage has really taught me how to eat well and to live long. And what you'll learn throughout my books is, is that miso, tempeh, kefir, some pickles, kombucha, some vinegars, and soy sauce, shoyu, all contain probiotic benefits, good for you bacteria, which will help keep your gut healthy and clear. Your skin, your mind, your body, it's all connected to your gut. So if you eat foods that contain probiotics, like I put a little bit of miso paste in my pasta today, I use shoyu soy sauce on my veggies and on my rice. Um, I use, you know... Um, I will get, grab a kombucha tea at the market. Um, I eat pickles like when possible or the best easiest one is just use apple cider vinegar. Um, there's a really good company, uh, Mizkan that makes this new apple cider vinegar by nature's intent. And it really is milder. And when you take it, it's full of probiotic benefits so simple and easy to add that into your diet. And then you don't have to waste money on those expensive probiotic pills. If you must, <laughs> my dad uses probiotic gummies. <laughs> Every time I go home, I steal them all. And my mom goes, you and your father, you really enjoy the sweet gummies. I can't even believe it. And I'm like, yep, that's right, mom. Me and dad quite alike. <laughs> my dad and I are so similar and yet like, He's so quiet and shy and I'm like not. So, <laughs> oh my God. All right, guys. I hope that that answered a lot of your questions for today. I'll promise to answer the rest. You can write to me on my comments on Instagram about what you loved about this podcast. If anything really resonated with you, what you want to hear more of, I will always try to get back to you. Um, your job this week is to check out... Um, on episode 14, I talked about my hair care with Monate. So don't forget, you can still write to Chrissy and I on my hair care. And then also, I want you guys to write a five-star review. Don't forget to write it on iTunes or anywhere where you listen to the podcast. It's so important for me to get your reviews in there and your subscriptions. This is how we'll be able to share free information for you 
by me each week, and I happily will do so. I just need your support. Go out and buy Kintsugi Wellness, my book on Japanese heritage and wellness. It was written by myself and my mom helped me to edit it for over three years. I also photographed the book on my own. And yes, I am interviewing with Forbes this week. It is an honor and a pleasure. And I'm also speaking at the Yellow Conference in Los Angeles, California this week. We're going to have the best time. Please sign up for my newsletter at CandiceKumai.com. Follow me on Instagram and uh, tell two friends to follow me. This week, that is crucial. I'm watching all of you and karma is a bitch. So if you follow at Candice Kumai, K-U-M-A-I is the last name, C-A-N-D-I-C-E, K-U-M as in Mary, A-I, you'll get good karma. Did you know that? (laughs) All right, guys, I love you. I can't tell you how fucking amazing you all are. Thank you for listening to my pod. It means the world to me. I hope you learned a little bit about financials last week. What love really was about last week. And this week, I hope you can support other women. Remember what President Kennedy once said during his inaugural address. He had said, look not to what your, your country can do for you, but for what you can do for your country. And so I say this from the female perspective. Look not for what other women can constantly do for you. Stop being so selfish and start thinking about what you can do to be of better service for other women. This week, I'm giving some good referrals out for friends who are looking for new jobs. I'm happy to do it. I'm speaking at the Yellow Conference, and I'm also going to promise to give you guys the best interview that I possibly can for Forbes. And I'm planning some really cool shoots coming up that are going to help to improve your life through a Japanese lens. Domo arigato gozaimasu. Have the best week ever. You are a goddess. Don't ever forget it and go walk into that room. Keep your head held high and give that booty a little pop. <laughs> we call it the booty pop where you like pop it out. Don't forget to suck in and your shoulders back. Okay, love you. Bye.